Hello, and thank you for joining me, H, for coffee today. I know as adults, we don't often have the time to sit down with friends. So even if you're busy doing some online shopping, painting your nails, walking the dog, or teacupping, <laughs> uh, let's pretend like we've just sat down at a cafe here in Cape Town, we've gotten our regular order, and let's have a chat, because growing up is hard, but at least we have each other. Today, I want to talk about the topic of advice. More like how to take advice or whether we should take advice um, as young people. Because I feel like as someone who is in a lot of circumstances, maybe the young one of the younger people there, or even quite often the youngest person there, people often have the tendency to impart what they find to be wisdom and guidance onto you. And although in a lot of cases it is really coming from a genuine place, and for that I think we should always appreciate the intent when people are trying to impart love on our lives, that sometimes um, we become a bit misguided and living in a society where so many people are so quick to tell us what to do or how to do things, um, it becomes rather difficult to navigate the space and navigate the journey of adulthood. And yeah, I just wanted to chat a bit more with with people my age maybe even younger maybe even older about how difficult it is to sometimes receive so much information and opinions and how exactly we can maybe better weed through all this information to find some real gems and then also sometimes discard some advice because a lot of advice although it might come from a good place is sometimes just bad because the person that is imparting it um, might come from a completely different context or environment or upbringing to what you come from and what they're actually saying is not necessarily going to work for you. So let's just delve a bit deeper. Like I said before and I just want to reiterate, I think intention is the first thing we need to look at because from my experience as someone who started working when I was about 18 years old, I was about 18 and a half to be exact, um, I was so quick to just gobble up anything anyone said to me. Uh, provided that the person was older, I was like, okay, you're older. Add maybe the fact that they were um, in a position that I admired or like professionally somewhere I wanted to be at, or maybe even socially someplace you, you, you aspire to be. So examples would be, I would love to listen to people that were like in managerial positions or supervisory positions because that was something I aspired to in my career. And then socially, it could be people that were maybe in the type of relationship that I wanted or maybe someone that had the kind of status like maybe they owned a house or they were able to adopt a dog or maybe it was someone's parent as well I'm not going to discard that but someone that I thought like wow this is something I would this is the type of position I would like to be in one day so I should probably listen to them because in reality um mimicry is sometimes a good thing 
thing to do when you're trying to succeed. Sometimes looking at up to someone and think and following some of their steps or behaviors will help you succeed. But I think I might have overdone it. And I think it is so easy to overdo it, especially because we're often painted as millennials. I'm not quite sure what people think of Zoomers. We'll probably find that out within like the next few years as they get older. But as a very young millennial, I feel like people just always assume that I didn't care what they thought or I had some level of, um, I don't know, superiority that I thought I had over people so that I wasn't in fact listening or didn't really appreciate um, the wisdom that previous generations had. And even if I'm not discarding the fact that some people, I'm not saying that people's experiences aren't valid. I'm just saying sometimes people will tell you things and it's not necessarily going to work for you. So first of all, I think the first mistake was genuinely just looking up to anyone that held a position that I admired. And I think this will take, this is actually a really big thing for our generation because we go into the workforce and a problem that has been highlighted is the fact that older generations like the boomers don't want to get out of the workforce, which makes sense. The economy is under the toilet. So it's not under the toilet, (laughs) in the toilet, maybe even worse, under the toilet. Like that's a sinkhole. But the the point is the economy is a mess and boomers can't really afford to retire, so they're still working. And the issue is boomers have this big contempt have this contempt for for um, millennials, and m- people think that millennials have this attitude. We don't really have a lot of experience. But the funny thing is, because everyone has contempt for millennials, no one really wants to teach and train millennials. So it's really difficult because in the workforce, I feel like being undertrained is such a big thing. All the type of training is very misguided, where it's like a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. Everyone gets the same training. So then you sometimes sit in training and you're like, okay, so I studied to do this. I paid out of my own money to go and do this course. I know what you're talking about, but there's other more difficult things that I'm really interested in, but I don't know how to do. And no one's ever showing me that stuff. So it's like I can do the entry-level stuff, but how am I ever going to upskill myself if no one's going to teach me the more difficult stuff? that makes sense but anyway seeing someone in a managerial or supervisory position especially for our generation and if you have that level of ambition where you really want to grow and build your career you can look at that person and you're like wow how did they get there and it has some level of automatic respect and admiration for people in higher positions I did that a lot I actually appreciate the fact that one manager I once had told me a problem I have is I put people on pedestals um, and she's completely correct that was one of the best thing the best evalu- one of the best evaluations I've gotten of myself was where she said one of the problems is um yeah I I just genuinely look up to people um but to add that add a little pinch of salt to what she said and take that a little bit further now evaluating my life over the last seven years from the little bit of perspective I've now gained I've also realized that that's why a lot of people love giving me advice because they love the big stars in my eyes they loved how I looked up at people and some people took advantage of that to make themselves feel bigger so that's also a valid thing but anyway a big mistake I think about just looking after someone because they have the position that you want is that oftentimes you will become misguided because sometimes people you automatically look up to might not really care that much about you (laughs) 
ah, that's very hard to admit, but that's actually very true. So just because you feel like, oh, I respect you so much, it doesn't necessarily mean that they respect you. And when asking for advice, sometimes it's really coming down from a place of something you need to understand is managers and supervisors, they supervise lots of people. Whereas with you, you are maybe led by like a few people. So it's very easy for you to see them more than they see you. And sometimes their assessments of where you come from and who you are is not necessarily a very holistic um, perspective. And that's why sometimes people become misguided. I think one of the big issues that I find our generation facing is we need to look at some of the systems that are being put into place and how certain people do actually get power and realize that a lot of people stab each other in the back. A lot of people are actually very manipulative to get what they want to do. A lot of people do things in a very unethical and not good way. And if you're just automatically going to look up to people due to their position or their status, a big pitfall might be is that you can actually adapt and compromise yourself and maybe sometimes pick up certain things that are actually not very positive and not very good. Because realistically, if you find someone that's maybe a lot older than you, um, but they're in the same position as you, it's so often we, and I've done this before as well, where you kind of look at them and as I got older, I realized I was a bad thing, but you don't look up to them in the same way as someone that was a better position, because in your mind, you might think, oh, they don't have all the relevant skills. That's why they don't hold the position. But once you start to get to know people better and you start to realize like people are not things like their positions or their social titles, people aren't just one thing. There's such a large collection of stuff and people are ultimately their actions. And once you see over time, you actually get an idea of who they are, that sometimes the people that are giving the advice and look like they've got all stuff figured are not necessarily the people we should be looking up to. And people that you might have previously overlooked based on the fact that they might not have performed in the way that you want to perform in your career might have the type of moral compass and the type of heart and the work ethic. And a lot of the times, a lot of the times, mind blower, life hack here, that position doesn't actually negate, it doesn't negate, that's the wrong English word, sorry. But position doesn't necessarily show ability and knowledge. That's something that blew my mind. I thought every person that was a manager was a superstar at the things. And very often, more often, like the older I got, the more I see it, the more jaded I became, was where you see higher ranked individuals that can't do what the little person does. And if enough little people disappear, the whole system falls in on itself because it found, it turns out that no one bothered (laughs) to learn what the basic thing is everyone was supposed to do. And the operation was actually heavily dependent on little people doing things super duper well and doing things correctly that the big the big potatoes in the sky never bothered to look at. So you might be thinking, yeah, but what does that mean with advice? I mean, I still want my career to flourish and things like that. Um, for example, maybe in a more objective context, you can look online. There's so many content creators that make videos about how to make viral videos and how to make viral content. And what's very interesting about those videos is for every one of those videos, you have other very successful YouTubers that talk about how a lot of 
making successful content on the internet is luck-based and algorithm-based and how incredibly difficult that actually is to manipulate in your favor. So I think maybe before you invest in everything that someone um, from a higher position tells you, you should maybe, obviously when it pertains to your job, I'm not telling you don't listen to your manager if your manager tells you, oh, you're using the wrong font, your spacing is bad, your spelling is crap, and you take five-hour lunch breaks, that's terrible. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying before you take life and career advice from just anyone, pause for effect, (laughs) I think you should get to know that person a bit longer and also never forget to get to know yourself a bit better because that's always going to help you. In the beginning, I ate up what everyone said. People were like, you have to work overseas. That's going to make you a manager. That wasn't actually true in my industry. So I went overseas, had a horrible time, came home like sad, broke and battered and tired just to find out most of the management I worked for hadn't even worked for big companies, hadn't even worked overseas, and that now my experience with this stuff was something that people could actually like build off of, but it wasn't necessarily something that was going to help my career because in that context, other things mattered. And I think that's also very important. When you're going to model yourself after one person, and remember in this context, it's about advice. So if you find someone that wants to give you like a ton of unsolicited advice, it's important to also take a step back because you also need to ask yourself, is this person just looking for a soapbox? Is this person just looking for some adoration? Or have we gotten to know each other? We feel a kinship amongst each other. They have great care and they're really eager to help me grow. And I've received a lot of good advice in my life and more terrible advice. But I think the one thing that always makes a good advice stand out now is I think the relationship I built with those people and how those people actually saw me and understood me and what people actually knew about me because when you're younger and even now I do think it's difficult for me to see myself and to understand myself because everything is still very new and I'm still figuring a lot of stuff out but just because I haven't necessarily figured out myself 100% it doesn't mean that someone automatically understands me because we are in the same space or vicinity and trust shouldn't be thrown around just anywhere because that's how you're possibly going to get hurt or maybe led down the wrong path and also with the amount of toxic workplaces that we have because of capitalism building this whole dog eat dog world where it's like you have to step on people in order to get where you want to go and none of these things are the truth but this is the mentality that we have we perpetuate this mentality one needs to be very careful that if someone is living in this kind of mind space and now they want to give you advice like where is this coming from what reasoning do they have behind it you sometimes need to question someone's interest in you especially as a young person is their interest in you because maybe they want to use your ideas and go and pass it off as their own people do that maybe they are intimidated by you and they want to suppress you or maybe they even just get off on making people feel bad those are the negatives but you can meet people that are just genuinely caring about other people and want to uplift other people or people that know what it feels like to be young to well everyone 
all older people where you hang up some stage, but it's the people that still remember and people that are genuinely understand what it feels to sometimes feel lost in an organization, understand what it feels like to be confused about things and just genuinely want to help. But you won't be able to understand what is fake without a little bit of time. So I think the most polite thing would be to listen, to take a note of it. But before you just rush in and implement it and you like take it like the Ten Commandments, maybe take a pause, carry on going, carry on working diligently and maybe wait it out a little bit before you take to heart something that could be possibly very negative or just very untrue. Um, it's very sad to say that because I grew up in a very sheltered way. So a lot of people in my life um, were obviously vetted by my mom. And my mom made sure that I was surrounded by a lot of encouraging, very good people. And so I just assumed that in my adult life, that would always be the case. And everyone was, I was genuinely scared more of like people my own age <laughs> because of bullying and stuff. And I just struggled with that socially. But all the people I was always like, oh, it's like an auntie or an uncle. They just, they just love you. Mm, it's it's not really like that because you might still see yourself as a bit of a baby, but they certainly don't. Um, I think the second thing would be uh, relationship advice from just anywhere. So relationship advice sometimes comes from the most unlikely sources. Um, the good, that is, good relationship advice. I think we are so quick to be like, oh, those people that have been married for 30 years or 40 years, that's the type of person I should listen to because they've been married for a long time and sometimes yes that is true um as someone who has worked in guest relations for a while um I've met a lot of people that are at the beginning of their marriage in the middle of their marriage or have been married for like 40 50 years and obviously the big question if you know someone's anniversary or something is like what's the secret so I've heard many secrets but I've also seen a lot of people's relationships that are very um beautiful at the top and then very ugly underneath uh, because people always forget that service staff are there and they put us in very uncomfortable situations. So I've witnessed some things and I take relationship advice very prudently. I think that is important because one thing you have to take note of is that sometimes people that are giving relationship advice that are in relationships have not been in the dating market for a long time. So they might not understand it. I think this could typically even mean like you have people that move to new cities as couples so each city's dating energy or partnering energy is very different and how things work is different so they might not ever have participated in how dating works um so taking advice from them doesn't necessarily help or they have a different type of social structure in how things happen which might not work for you you might come from a completely different culture where the advice they're just imparting on how to partner someone or how to get someone's attention is going to be completely disrespectful to your family and that's not something you can do so it's not necessarily going to work um that's and if you're going to maybe just listen to anyone you could possibly do something and then you know just alienate yourself from your family or actually you know just embarrass yourself a bit or it's just it isn't going to work and it's just going to be frustrating and difficult because you maybe went outside of a space that you've set for yourself for valid reasons i think when it comes to relationship advice unlikely sources are actually sometimes the best sources 
So some of the best relationship advice I actually got, and now I'm not, I'm just trying to think of how to phrase it because I feel like there's a couple of people that might think that they are this person, but they're not. So anyway, when I, um, I actually lived with a person and that person didn't like me at all and it was not a good situation. But anyway, they ended up giving me the best synopsis about the person I was interested in dating. And funnily enough, now that the relationship has ended and I think back to what that person said, because at the time I was just like, they don't like me. She genuinely didn't like me and she hated living with me. Um, Basically what she ended up saying, I pursued that relationship anyway because I was just like, she she doesn't like me why would she say obviously she's gonna say mean things when we broke up what she exactly what she said actually happened so she saw the person I liked for who they were and she saw this situation very holistically and objectively (laughs) and she was actually being really nice in that situation but I allowed our past and our other interactions to jade me and just really listening but fair enough if you're going to hear negative advice about your partner you're often going to switch off in the beginning of dating or crushing on someone or liking someone because you just feel like everyone's a hater but it turns out she saw the situation the best because she was most removed from the situation um other really good advice could come from people from failed relationships now this might be a bit controversial because a lot of people would often just ignore people that relationships haven't worked out or that are single purely because well they're not in a relationship they don't know how it works but when it comes to how relationships should work they're often coming from a place of learning and insight because they're speaking from a place with something failed and something went wrong and they've taken the time to actually look at the signs look at what happened and their perspective is absolutely valid and completely good and I think it's really gross that in society um, we really ostracize people from failed relationships and people that are single in that kind of way because they do have a lot of insight and a lot of people are very perceptive and especially if you've been through a situation that was maybe negative or going to turn into something terrible or negative you can look at someone else's situation and you can pick up and you're like "Ooh, shit that is not good um and obviously it's no one can ever have a complete view but I do think there is value in there and we need to start seeing more value and people with those kinds of experiences and now another group is just because someone's older now I don't know if I don't necessarily think that's a big thing that we do as a generation that we just listen to people because they're older but I do think that because people are older they want to give a lot of advice I feel myself sometimes wanting to give advice to teens just because I've finally at 25 I feel like I'm definitely not a teen anymore I'm a ma'am now people some people call me auntie so I feel grown in that sense and sometimes unsolicitedly I just want to tell teens like guys don't worry about that stuff so I kind of get I don't kind of I get completely why why people that are maybe in their 40s and 60s just see people in their 20s fumbling about and making a mess and just being like let me save you some of the pain let me just tell you um and I think this is where it's become discernment becomes so important because there's such a huge volume of information you've got your aunties your parents random people people you work with so many older people in your life they're just trying to tell you from everything from um what kind of job you should be doing
doing? Where you should be living? Should you be dating now or should you not be dating now? Um, when you should be having children, when you should financial advice. Like I, I think sometimes some people's financial advice absolutely crazy because this might sound terrible but unless you're talking about like someone who's now been scammed and they're like you're gonna get scammed yet again sometimes negative things are valid but if someone is trying to teach you about like how to invest your money and how to work with credit and it's someone that is deeply in debt and they're like yeah get a credit card it's fine swipe 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 i'm gonna die before they ask me to pay the money back then definitely that's not someone to listen to but unfortunately we often listen to the person that looks most flashy looks most interesting and we don't sometimes look at like that sensible person who's like you should you should have a pension i have a pension but they're going to be the person that at 80 can still afford to buy a loaf of bread whereas the flashy person who's like credit is awesome credit is great have all those accounts and that's just a byproduct of capitalistic society but they look everything looks so great they're eating the fancy food they're driving the fancy car they have the flashy clothes you are more inclined to want to follow that person's model because everything looks nice and comfortable and lush whereas the more boring sensible person it looks a bit i don't want to be an auntie no thanks x whereas there are some valid things there I also think big important thing that you need to take into consideration when people are giving you advice is obviously their frame of reference. So one of the big interesting things would be like depending on when they were born, what the economy looked like, what society looked like, um, what yeah, what the country political climate was looking like as well. So unfortunately, or maybe even fortunately, so I don't really know, but the world moves on. And things are very different and I think for example people that just like expect our generation to buy houses that is not how it works <laughs> in a lot of countries with all the oppression that goes on people were just like given houses and other people were just kicked off land and that kind of vibe so sometimes when people are just giving advice to like purchasing things or having things it's like the world doesn't necessarily work like that anymore there's way more rules it's way more rigorous um for good reason and the economy is also in the toilet like earning a good salary when you like having a degree meant a good salary back in the day now Nowadays, you have a good you can have a qualification, but the salary can be nothing. Um, I was just looking at some job listings, and I actually threw up a little last night because I was just looking at like salary expectations. Because I've been thinking recently, maybe I need to go and study something else. Maybe I need additional qualifications to what I have in order to reach career goals, financial goals, and things like that. And I looked at some of the money that some of these people are earning for what I want to study and I was like goodness gracious so I'm gonna go rack up debt to go study and then possibly get paid even less like how the hell does this work so you want all these qualifications from people to do this job only to pay them not enough that they can even live like just live in a place like rent a room and then you want them to have reliable transport but how the hell are they supposed to buy a car and buy food and pay for water to wash and buy soap and toothbrush and all those things like all those expenses just make me feel like how so I do genuinely get upset sometimes with older people 
people when they're like, all of those things are easy. And I'm just like, well, buying a toothbrush was two cents when you were my age. And now it's 20 rand. With the level of inflation that we're at, it's not the same. Also, I think sometimes people want to really just put you in a box. And they're like, this is the good way. This is the right way to live. And then inadvertently, by giving you all that advice, you accidentally, well, accidentally, maybe subliminal is a better word, (laughs) subliminally get indoctrinated into believing that like some other person's way of life or some other person's way of doing things is going to be better and more suited to you. And then you end up diverting from the course that you were supposed to go on. I think that happens or exactly the opposite. You sometimes discount really, really good, solid, decent advice um, from people and you do the opposite and then you end up getting hurt and then it was like all these people were actually telling you stuff and it was real i think often people that get really 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 um let me put it just ignored and put on the side when it comes to advice would be parents <laughs> that might be unpopular but i think parents have actually a lot of good advice and none of our parents are perfect mine certainly aren't but i think about a lot of the thing the advice my mom has given me and although like sometimes my mom makes me so angry and sometimes she says stuff and i'm like this woman is so crazy i'm gonna put her in a home one day like i sometimes think that like i'm gonna put you in a home like i'm looking at homes now for her where i'm like she's she's 59 i'm already thinking about i just need to find like a good home like a solid home so i can like check it over the next 10 years just to make sure that you know they don't beat up the old people or it's not a terrible place don't want to put my mom in a terrible place i'm then like you know monitor a place for the next 10 years and be like okay this place is nice and then you know put her there if she continues to bug me I'll just drive her to the home I'm like okay I'm gonna put you in a home now you did the most but (laughs) all that being said um as much as it pains me my mom has been right about a lot of things more things that I want to admit and the reason I think her advice is good is because although unfortunately it's difficult for our parents perceptions of us to change as we grow up because they saw us from such a young from either young age or birth or that kind of thing it's difficult for them to perceive us as changing so if we did something really negative in our teens it follows us well into our adulthood and that is frustrating and then sometimes we're like this person doesn't know me but for the same reason it's bad sometimes they know your whole they they know your whole story they know a lot of your mannerisms and for that it gives them a lot of insight which means they can say a, a lot of beneficial things and I think the issue with our parents and why we don't like to listen to them is we've also put them under a microscope now that we're adults and now that we've realized they're not these perfect people that were always supposed to fix everything and just be this model this model people that were just supposed to financially support us emotionally support us and mentally you know help us grow and that they were just humans who were as confused figuring stuff out bad things were happening to them too and they were juggling us who were like always angry that we can't eat chocolate 24 hours a day and that we have to go to bed like just take a moment like how your parents would want to put you to bed and how how you're like no and now that you're an adult you're like I want to sleep all the time so I think all our hang-ups 
makes it difficult for us to listen to our parents but I think sometimes our parents are right and especially on like an emotional level it's very quick for us to sometimes say like to point out all our parents shortcomings because it's translated to our issues and then our parents give us advice supposedly to help our emotions and help our social interactions and we're like this self-righteous person that gave life to me how dare you I'm not gonna listen and then it turns out to be right and it turns out to be really good and really valid but I think all in all, to sum up these three large sections that we've tried to trudge through while we try to figure out who to listen to and who not to, um, in essence, experience will help. And I think in the moment where you're receiving advice, to be respectful and to listen and to give the person the platform because they're trying to impart something on you is worth doing. Because once you get hindsight and experience, you'll often realize like, like I'm doing now, where I'm admitting that there was a lot of people I didn't listen to and that they turned out to be so right and now it's something I can implement and help me grow and go further so even though I didn't listen for that particular situation it still services me further in life whereas people I just automatically onboarded everything into my life as it happened first of all it just stressed me out because 95% of the time I just felt wrong and I was like I'm just doing everything wrong like I'm not living properly working properly dating properly whatever else social pressures people were putting on me that I might not have been 100% aware of. So I was just onboarding things all of the time. So first of all, it just unnecessarily stresses you out. Maybe if you're going to onboard everything, what you're doing is not wrong all the time. We sometimes make, everyone makes mistakes. Oh, I sound like Miley Cyrus. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone does things sometimes in a way where you look back and like, yeesh, that sucks. I, I was stupid. But at the end of the day, you learn and you grow from it. And that's the biggest thing you need to learn from your mistakes and also another thing when you're just going to listen and onboard everything in people's lives it's going to give you this whack sense of focus because at the end of the day you need to choose how your life goes and what your direction is and I think that's what's really important as well um just because someone's life looks nice from the outside doesn't mean you need to do that because it's easy to look up to a lot of different people all at the same time and I think it's good to have heroes and it's good to have people you look up to but if you're trying to follow everyone's things all at once or even worse just try and follow one person like what does this say about your course in life and there's so many wants and desires that each person has that they're not even vocalizing so the person that is um just imparting all said wisdom onto you and you're just like lapping it up like okay I'm gonna do this it might just give you a warped sense of direction and that person isn't being wrong by trying to help you it's just maybe not the best idea to always be so quick to look outwards and sometimes one needs to look inward for certain things with you know good classic people that care about you people that know you people that you've built relationship people with established trust I feel like that's the big thing. People with established trust, people you who care about you, people that really have good, good, good intentions when they're talking and they're speaking over your life and they're ministering to you. <laughs> think about that for a second um and lastly i think i think maybe we need to also stay take a step back um and 
Sorry, I just need to breathe because I'm thinking about something that's getting me riled up. But I think we need to learn more from what people do and less focus on what people say. I think that's one of the big lessons to learn. I think people, like I said before, people that are so quick to jump on their soapbox and tell you what you're doing wrong and tell you that your life is bad and tell you that you need to do this and this and this and this and this times in order to reach this goal. Um, Even if you have that established trust, sometimes it's better to just sit back and watch how that person is living because the scary thing is that although life is a long time and we're in such a beginning stage of things where you can be one person today and another completely different person tomorrow and that's okay and that's valid that we are we are building our future so we're putting building blocks in place so if we're surrounding ourselves with negative people and bad people or people that we react toxically towards each other I think that's a better way of putting it rather than just um, deeming ourselves as bad or other people as bad I think we should get into a new mindset in this culture that people react negatively towards each other sometimes or some relationships are no longer positive and filled with growth and filled with light and then be like okay cool we put that in a box let's move along but the truth is we are building something we're building our future we're building our self-esteem we're building um practices to help better our mental health we're building financial futures we're in the beginning parts of our careers careers are weird things honestly i've been watching so many ted talks lately where i'm just like the world is going in such an interesting place i mean yes the ceo is always going to be able to afford to go to that five-star hotel but i'm gonna reserve a lot of yeah i'm just gonna reflect on a lot of the career advice i've been i've gotten in the last seven years i'm just gonna look at how the market goes especially now in the pandemic so i feel like a lot of things people said it's not even gonna matter anymore it wasn't even important see if hopefully a lot of this archaic capitalistic disgusting mess gets done away with and see how that goes but essentially you need to look after yourself you need to be careful about the type of information you're allowing into your life you need to be clear about your direction even if your direction is going to change at least know what you know for sure care about where you want to go um, and just be a bit more sure about yourself Um, if you're going to be a slave to other people's words then you'll become a product of what they say and that that doesn't sound very fun that doesn't sound very nice Um, I think it's more important to learn to care more about how you feel when people say things rather than take everything to heart um yeah so i think this is a, a yeah this is a base start. i'd very much like to know what other people think about it and also I'd like to hear what some of the funniest and weirdest things people have actually been told that's actually going to be good for them i think that's like the the weird thing um like trying to think about i think i'll share one thing i think the best advice i ever received is where someone told me that people that want to be around you need to show intention like if someone really wants to be your friend or to be your partner to be whatever to you like they will make it they will be very intentional about it and they'll communicate to you um what they want and what they need um and they're really going to fight for that relationship and show that they want to be there and instead of just holding on to people that are very wishy-washy um you should rather 
rather just focus on people that are sure about you because that's what's most important so i really hope that helps it's i hope you've enjoyed being alone together i can't wait to sit down with you next time don't forget to be kind to yourself that the gender binary should be demolished and that capitalism is in fact the system that suppresses us all smooches Thank you.